0: We just got to knock this off. Knock this out. We just got to knock this out. You
1: could knock it off, too.
0: No, you knock it off. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's do this.
1: The following podcast is sponsored by Crystal Glass, where windshield replacement and automotive glass repair has been a specialty for over six decades. Call 310 Glass or visit them online at crystalglass.ca. This is gross misconduct.
2: Hey, now.
0: gross misconduct the podcast season five episode 24 we're calling this one going home my name's andrew gross and across from me sits my partner in both this podcast and life carl
3: how do we want to begin this week's episode by thanking our newest monthly contributors rhonda and curtis and our newest subscriber brian you too can become a subscriber and make a season six happen by going to patreon.com slash gross underscore misconduct and pledging as little as five dollars a month
1: Here is the rewind of our last episode of the Gross Misconduct Podcast. I'm having like a stroke right now. (laughs) Like, what is this sentence?
3: I literally, the way this sentence is (laughs)
4: written.
1: What the fuck? Maddie co-hosted our last episode and did a good job keeping Andrew honest.
0: You never rode the school bus, did you?
1: Yeah, I did, and you actually have a whole bit in
3: your act about me missing my school bus.
0: Oh my God, you're right, I do. <laughs> All right, well, thanks for that.
1: Maddie has our luggage weighed at the airport. So they put mine up and she just shakes her head, like just no.
0: Red lights went off, bells rang. But since she had said my suit bag was okay and wasn't going to weigh it again, we just started stuffing things out of your suitcase into my suit bag. We're stuffing like high heeled shoes in my bag, skirts, shirts.
3: I've got maybe 125 pairs of shorts that we need to take out that you're criticizing me for in the middle of the airport. And we're just those obnoxious idiots. <laughs>
1: Kevin is good at creating new idioms. Is it
5: a slippery slope? I would say it's like a fucking mountain covered in canola oil.
1: And that's what happened in the last episode of the Gross Misconduct podcast. Now you're all caught up.
0: Well, we interrupt that for a breaking news bulletin. Oh, my. In order to do this podcast properly, we always order three caramel, what are they? Coretto's. Coretto's from Second Cup. Boy, they're going out of business. Hey, Mm. Joe, how many Second Cups are left in Edmonton? There can't be many. Not many. Joe, check that. So anyways, I order them on Skip the Dishes. Skip the Dishes? Yeah. And then the, uh, I don't know why you did that. And then the- Because you said Skip the Dishes. Yeah. Yeah. That's the name of the company. (laughs) Skip the dishes. Oh, my God. We're never going to get through this episode. Uh, anyways, I order uh, three caramel carettos mm-hmm. on Skip the Dishes, mm-hmm. and then we went about our business because, of course, we're in the final hours before the Edmonton Comedy Festival starts. We're busy as shit, but we needed to get a podcast episode going. So we're doing that, and the app tells me he's on his way. Okay, great. And uh, then it's like, oh, he's one minute away. Heads up, or whatever it is they mm. say. So, you know, I go upstairs, have a pee, and I go to the door and hide as I do. (laughs) And he's not there. Like a minute goes by, two minutes goes by, three minutes goes by. I'm like, okay. What the the fuck? Yeah, worst game of hide and go seek ever. So I look out the window. There's no car there. And then I just see this car. Honest to God, I don't know how to describe it. If a car had no engine Mm. and a guy was pedaling it, through the <laughs> through the floor. That's how fast it was moving. Like he just slowly, slowly, slowly. And he stops. He looks at a house across the street. Mm. He looks at his paper. And then he looks at the house. He looks at his paper. He looks at the house. And then slowly, slowly. Sl- Next house. Looks at his paper. Looks at that. I'm like, are you shitting me? It's odd on one side, even on the other. In numerical order. Yeah, they're as in well. order, yeah. Mm. Uh, he eventually gets to the fourth house. And... I guess has the revelation that oh fuck, those are even numbers, right? So he tr- he does a three point turnaround
3: mm.
0: in I'd say conservatively estimate twenty seven points. Like he just <laughs> back and forth, back and forth. There's no cars in the way or anything. He's just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then he gets himself pointed our way. It stops and looks at our neighbor's house, and then looks at his paper. And then looks at the neighbor's house and then looks at his paper and then moves, edges again forward. Now he's in front of our house. I'm like, oh my God, it's almost happening. And he stops, he looks at his paper. He looks at our house, looks at his paper. Big smile. He's found it. Yay. Good for him. But now he's got to park. Are you shitting me? He's, He's trying to back up around Hunter's van and he can't quite, like he'll, he's back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then finally sort of at an angle, he gets himself behind Hunter's van. And then he gets out dusts himself off like he's been in some kind of accident, opens the door, and starts looking through his bag, like just searching his bag. And then he pulls the whole bag out and puts it down on the street, and then he searches through his bag. It's like a bad magic trick. And then he he pulls out our three corettos. I'm like, all right, here we go. It's happening. It's game time. And he walks up, and I see him through the front window, and then, you know, I hide, as I do. Mm-hmm. And I hear him slowly go up the steps, like one step, then another step, then another step. There's only three fucking steps, like Jesus Christ. And then I hear him sort of, you know, fiddling around on the porch. And then there's the knock. And I think, well, the instructions clearly said just leave on the porch. So I'm waiting to hear the three steps back down again that he's leaving. No. And then he knocks again. I'm like, fuck this guy. I'm like, now, I, what, I got I to gotta meet this guy now? So I wait. He knocks the 3rd th- I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. So I open the door, and the Corettos are down on the ground. Mm-hmm. Like He's put them down, and he mm-hmm. goes, I know it said to leave them on the porch, mm-hmm. but coffees get cold. Mm. Yeah, okay, Chauncey the gardener. Like, what the f- <laughs> What the fuck? Well, I, I appreciate that. Really? I do. How is this guy making any money? Well. He's he's doing
3: one delivery a day. And apparently he can only look one way. Why did he have to turn around on the street? I don't
0: know. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. He can only look left. Yeah. (laughs) Or right. I guess it's right. Yeah. My God. Hey, uh, how do these guys get paid? Because I heard one time they only get paid through tips. No, that's not true. Joe, check that. How do you get paid as an skip the dishes driver? And what is the pay scale? Let's find out. Because yeah. you never know. If this festival doesn't work out, you and I could be mm. delivering food. We could.
3: I mean, we drive around every night anyway. Might, we might as, well. as well be dropping off food.
0: Yeah. The way we do it, though, we just randomly drop food off at people's houses. They look like they might be hungry.
3: Half eaten shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your,
0: yeah. Your fingers are all greasy. <laughs> yeah, we'd make the worst. Yeah, we yeah. really would. Uh, anyways, back to this.
4: Mm-hmm. She's here, you can take a break.
0: Calling this one, uh, glad to be home, because I am glad to be home. I, I Did I get home last night? No, that was two nights ago. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, uh, A couple of nights ago. Uh, I've got a fucked up travel schedule again, but it was a good three and a half, four weeks on Azamara ships. The shows went fabulous, but I was so happy to get off that plane in Edmonton and see your little Jeep waiting for me, and then... Last night, we watched Real Housewives of something. Salt Lake City. Yeah. Fabulous. Today, we're working on the festival. It's good. Life is good.
3: Back into the groove.
0: Yeah. Like, you know what? It's funny because today I was thinking I got to get a bunch of shit done today because I'm leaving again tomorrow. And then I thought, no, I'm not leaving again tomorrow. I'm actually working in Edmonton. I'm doing the Edmonton Comedy Festival. Mm, You are. And then I have a few days off after that. And then- is that when the nine weeks start? I can't even no, keep track not anymore. until
3: like the beginning of um,
0: November. It's fucked up, you guys. It is fucked up. I'm, I'm supposed to join a ship on like November 4th in India originally? Israel, I think. Israel, right. I knew it was an eye country. And then while out drinking with the guy who sells jewelry on the Azamara journey, I think, I get a text from my agent saying, hey, they're not able to get you to Israel. Uh, Would it be okay if you got on the port before that? Jordan, Aqaba. I've been to Aqaba before, and Mm -hmm. I quite like it. Mm -hmm. So I text him back, half drunk, you know, like, yeah, of course, no problem. And then I text him again saying, see, I can be reasonable, you know. And and he texts back, yeah, for another four days worth of pay. And it didn't dawn on me when he said that Mm. why he was saying yeah for another four (laughs) well turns out you can only get to akaba jordan like once a week Mm. and that's four days earlier so now the way this works out is i'm coming back from montreal on some fucking cruise contract on october 30th -hmm. and 12 hours later i'm getting on a plane to fly to akaba jordan so i'm going to be home after several weeks for 12 Fucking hours, and then you're gone for like and seven then, weeks. Or yeah, yeah. that's Eight, seven. No, it's seven. nine. It's nine. You can't ask not, Joe to check that, but
3: Well, I don't think so because November has four weeks, and then December <laughs> has four weeks. But well,
0: you're not gone all of December, so I'm, I think it's seven. I'm weeks. gone October thirtieth, and I get home December twentieth. Joe, check that. How many weeks one, is that? Twenty fifty fifty one. It's so a lot of fucking weeks, is what it is.
3: Seven. Because it's 51 days. Seven times seven is 49. So just slightly over seven weeks. See, look, I can do
0: math. Definitely 49. Definitely. (laughs) Definitely 49.
3: And I'm going on one of them.
0: Yeah, you are. You're joining me somewhere.
3: Like the second last cruise. So it doesn't really break it up that much for you, but a little bit.
0: But here's what I've done folks, so you don't have to put up with my whining anymore. That includes you, Carl. (laughs) Dare to dream, people. (laughs) Dare to dream. I I decided to go through 2025 because that's the year that's yet to be fully booked. Believe it or not, 2024 is completely booked now. So I went through 2025 and I have blocked off two weeks per six weeks throughout 2025 so that I, I get to come home for like a week every three or four weeks. For a whole week. Mm-hmm. Because, honest to God, this is going to be the death of me. Like, I'm exhausted, is what I am. Um, Was this happy, happy, Andrew? It was. Or was it pouty, pouty, Andrew? Mm. 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 Oh, you know what I forgot to mention? <sighs> no. Um, so I get to uh, Lisbon. That's in Portugal, don't you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like week number three or so of this contract. I still have like another 10 days at this point left. I'm I'm overnight at a hotel. I, I get to the airport. No shuttle as per usual. Grab a cab. Don't take visa as per usual. Got to stop at an instant teller. Get fucking cash for this prick. And then off to the hotel, walk in, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. Hotel's not paid for. And Jesus Christ, you know, this travel agent that the cruise lines all use, for whatever reason, often just neglects to pay the hotel. I don't know what the deal is. So 2 in the morning, I just, I check in. I give the guy my visa. Like, yeah, I'll straighten this out throughout the night somehow. So I text my agent, Gary. 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 And I just, you know, ask, like, what's going on? Like, the hotel's on paper order. And he texts back, have you talked to the travel agent? And for whatever reason, that started to set me off because it was a 16-hour day. It was 2 in the morning. And I just wanted to hear, go to sleep. Let me look into it for you. That's Mm -hmm. what I want. But, you know, Gary's a great agent, but that wasn't the answer I was hoping for. So I phoned the fucking... Ars pick fucking travel people in Fort Lauderdale. And I get this fucking guy. He's like, Oh yeah. Cause that sometimes happens in these mom operations. I'm like, it's a 700 unit hotel. It's not a mom fucking operation. And he's like, Oh, Oh, he goes, all right, calm down. He goes, uh, what you need to do is go back to the front desk and get them to fill out a pre authorization credit application form and uh, have them uh, email it. I'm like, oh, no, what, what? No, I go, what has to happen is you got to phone the fucking hotel and give me your goddamn credit number. That's what's got to happen, your credit card number. And, and the guys are going, like, well, Did you want to talk to a supervisor? And I'm like, I I don't know. Do I? Like, will, will your supervisor have more authority than you? And the supervisor comes on. Well, you know, these mom, pop, or- I'm like, fuck, fuck off, fucking mom. Fuck. Anyways, they didn't take care of it. Hmm. I'm like, just phone the hotel, give them a credit card number. And they're like, oh, that's not how it works. And I go, no. And I lost it. I had a fucking melt. I lost it. And I went outside and I phoned you because when I'm really in a bad mood, I always like to talk to you.
3: Hmm. Yeah, thanks for that. Yeah. I don't know who else. You know, you're my gal. Can we just assume on every podcast that you're going to have a hotel andor travel issue? Can we just like. Yeah.
0: Okay. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a fair assumption. Yeah. Joe, check that.
3: And then people don't have to listen. Everyone would just go, Yep, had problems and move (laughs) along. (laughs) Typical. All right. (laughs) In Canada, there is a limit of number of coins you can use in a transaction under the Currency Act. $40 if the denomination is $2 or greater, but does not exceed $10. $25 if the denomination is $1. $10 if the denomination is 10 cents or greater, but less than $1. The Toronto Mayor is proposing a 1% municipal sales tax to match what other municipalities in Ontario already have. According to the Urban Dictionary, chop it up is to have a conversation, to catch up with someone you haven't spoken to in a long time. And my money is that 300 million with the correct answer in Academy Award
0: winners. And that's another edition of Joe's Fact Check. Joe so, Fact Check
4: Here's
6: the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want
0: to will. Donna tweeted, I miss your common sense on Ched. You were balanced and funny. I can't even with the guy who's on in the morning now. (laughs) That's so funny. I can't even. (laughs) Uh, His absolute disdain for all things conservative is blatant. Hmm.
3: Tina commented on X, another fantastic episode. Maddie was
0: wonderful. She did a great job. Maddie was wonderful. Mm. She did a super, super job. Super. First start, RMH. Commented on (laughs) Threads. I know who that is. Do you? I do. It's Heather. Oh, Heather commented on Threads. I just started it this morning. Uh, Maddie is doing a fabulous job. I want to give her an extra big shout out for standing firm in the importance of traveling with hair electronics. (laughs) (laughs) We shall fight them on the way to the beaches. We shall fight.
3: (laughs) Boyant Babe commented on Threads. Definitely a good listen. Jacqueline posted on Patreon, thank
0: you for feeding the kitties.
3: Mm-hmm. Roger texted, I really hope you guys do a season six. I love this podcast.
0: Gil commented on Patreon, that was a brilliant show. I'll probably get killed by Maddie, but she sounds a lot like Carol. Hmm
3: ronda commented on patreon great episode maddie did a fabulous job it was interesting hearing her perspective on customer service stuff although i agree with her in most instances some people shouldn't be in customer service just saying what is your question
4: Grant here from Leading Edge Physiotherapy, where my team has their heads down working tirelessly to make a difference in the lives of the amazing people we treat. Like the ones whose lives are changed by a car accident. The insurance company may suggest you see their experts. We
0: don't want to be their experts. We want to be yours. We know exactly whose lives and livelihoods
5: are in our hands and who we work for, and that's who we answer to. So if you want us to
0: be your experts, just tell them you choose Leading Edge and then reach out leadingedgephysio.com. We'll take it from there.
5: The following is a paid advertisement for the law firm of John Jacob Oppenheimer Schmidt.
0: John Jacob Oppenheimer Schmidt, we love to sue. You can take our
5: word, no case is too absurd. At John Jacob Oppenheimer Schmidt. If you feel triggered by the depiction of an atomic bomb explosion in a recent Hollywood film, you may be entitled to compensation. Contact the law firm of John Jacob Oppenheimer Schmidt. John Jacob Oppenheimer Schmidt. At John Jacob Oppenheimer Schmidt. If we don't win, you don't win. Michelle, random
1: Brandon. Why is it when you post a question online, people answer they don't know the answer? What the hell is that? I don't like it.
2: Hey everyone, this is Aaron Comas, drummer for the Spin Doctors, and you're listening to Gross
5: Misconduct. Enjoy and have a great day.
6: been a whole lot without a
1: around.
0: I hurt people.
5: I'm a dick.
3: Your Dick of the Week is brought to you by Meathead Butcher Shop, your five-star rated local butcher only serving the highest quality beef, chicken, pork, seafood, and more. Check them out online at meatheadinc.ca or give them a call today at 780-994-6328.
0: Don't forget to tell them you heard about it on Gross Misconduct. All right, so this is kind of complicated. I'll try and summarize. A guy shows up to pick up his buddy from a staple store. I think they're going to go out that night. Mm -hmm. But there's a few customers, although the store is now closed, there's a few customers waiting to check out. So he just volunteers to help him bag the last few people while his buddy rings them in just to get the two of them out of there. A customer asks him, hey, what's the difference between these two packages of pencils? And he replies, well, one package has more pencils than the other, Mm -hmm. which for some reason sets off this grown man and his elderly mother. This is
5: what bitches do. I
0: asked. need
5: all your help. This guy is not fucking helpful at all. all right. Take my picture, pal. Take it.
4: You are going, going to do.
5: This is what bitches do.
2: You asked what is the difference. I said one has more than the other.
5: No, that's not what you said. That's you said exactly what I said. You said it sarcastically.
2: It's called it's being friendly. Try it.
5: That wasn't friendly. friendly. That wasn't friendly whatsoever. Okay. That was not friendly. If that's your friendliness, then you should look in the mirror and reflect on you. You know
2: what? Fuck off.
5: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Like I said, I'll be
2: outside after this. Okay. So will I. This is ridiculous.
5: Rob, it is I ridiculous. said I'm not
2: talking to you. I don't
5: give a shit. You need to go. I'm talking to you. You should respect your elders,
2: motherfuckers. So you should respect your elders too. I'm you're pretty sure I'm make than yours. I don't think so, Tommy.
4: This, this is ridiculous.
2: All I said was one thing. You can't take sarcasm. I'm not, I'm not. You, dude. Stop. You know what? You're choosing violence. you violence.
4: Take a
5: walk, buddy.
2: You need to go over there with your son because you're both insane. Don't worry about eggs. No. Come
5: on. Just come on. Just, come on. Just, this come is on. ridiculous. This is why
2: I don't work retail anymore. Because this is insane.
5: What are you you're security? Because you're a hell of a fucking security guard. You ain't shit.
2: Excuse on. me.
4: You
2: all heard them! Because I know
4: them
2: very well! You're doing this for your kid, you really?
4: Call off on me, them! I didn't do anything! I'm about to remediate this to help a walk! Well, you're you're god, being told
2: god, to god, leave! They, they, don't don't mean, come near they, me! Then leave! Go! Oh my god, you're insane, dude! You are a fucking insane! You want to see how fucking insane I'll be?
5: So Listen, I'm trying
6: to get you fucking step
5: closer to my mother! i will knock your teeth down! Get him out of here! I'm
0: not! You need to get
2: out. Stop. You have anger issues.
5: Stop.
2: Out. Stop out. Excuse me? She just called me a fucking faggot. Out. Are you kidding me? Out. Are you fucking out. kidding me? Might as well face it,
6: your dick. Gonna have to face it, your dick.
5: Might as well face it, your dick. Gonna have to face it, your dick.
0: My, my, my. Wow. That was something, wasn't mm-hmm. it? And you know, normally I don't like to play clips that long, Mm -hmm. but what would you take out of that clip? (sighs) It was brilliant. Maybe the best clip we've ever had on this (laughs) podcast. We could probably end the episode right now and it would be a great Mm -hmm. listen. Yeah. You know, it's funny because this reminded me of the time. Do you remember? It had to be like 20 years ago we were putting up Christmas lights and I went into a Canadian tire to get more lights, mm-hmm. you know, cause we were out of reds or something. Right. And you know what it's like? It's slim pickets by the time you figure out you need new lights. So the light bulb I had said seven watt on it and the light bulbs they were selling said nine watt on them. And this guy comes over from Canadian tires like, yeah, can I help you? And I was like, yeah, what's the difference between seven watt bulbs and nine watt bulbs? And he went two Watts. And the two of us laughed. (laughs) I I don't know how one package is bigger than the other. Set this guy off. Yeah,
3: he's got other issues for sure. Oh, my God. There's something wrong with people. Uh, Yeah, yeah. That's why we don't like people. Fair enough. Except a select few. And you know who you are.
0: Yeah. Uh, Well, it looks like uh, Trump's going to be the GOP candidate in the 2024 U.S. Election primarily because he has a base of supporters that will simply never stop supporting him. It's crazy. Don't, don't get it. Don't I, get no, it. nor do I. Given all the legal problems he's now facing, you would think that they would have abandoned this candidate. You would think? But you have to ask yourself does Does that make them crazy? Why did Bill Barr not find any evidence
6: of of, of voter fraud?
1: Because Bill Barr is a Never Trumper. What?
6: Bill Barr, his oh, attorney hey. general. Bill Barr was a never-Trumper, and is. So Bill Barr, who Trump appointed, and has said that he would vote for Trump again, do you think he is a never-Trumper?
3: I absolutely do. Are you crazy? How do you all
6: feel about the events of January 6th?
5: Uh, A lot of that was Antifa. What? Really? Yes.
6: Why why would Antifa interrupt the certification of an election in which their candidate won? Wouldn't they want him to be certified?
5: Um, uh, it just, it, they,
6: uh, just want to disrupt in any way possible. Do you think Antifa wanted him to be president? I guess is what I'm, what I'm asking.
1: Yes.
6: Yeah. So why would they interrupt the certification of the vote on January 6th? Uh, um, uh, yeah. It, it, Doesn't make sense, right? Like, why would they would do that?
5: Um Does that make me
6: crazy? Does that make me crazy? Does that make me crazy? I'm so blue.
0: Never Trumper? <laughs> yeah, you've not heard that expression? I before? have not. Oh yeah.
3: Is that like a never nude?
0: Um Joe check that. <laughs> So listen, you know how I'm always saying we have to offer balance on this podcast, and and, and I believe that to be true. And, and if you're going to ridicule Trump supporters, you have to offer something else. So mm. I, I feel like that last clip might not have been fair. Maybe okay. what we'll try is a different younger interviewer mm. at a Trump rally mm-hmm. and a different smarter Trump supporter. Tell me three Democratic policies that you support.
3: Inflation Reduction Act, American Rescue Plan, the Infrastructure Law, the PACT Act, the Chips and Science Act. I think it's good that Biden pulled out of Afghanistan. I can go on. No, 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 no. Wow.
6: Okay, would you like to talk about the pullout of Afghanistan? Why did you feel bothered that I just listed policies I think are good? Because... I think it's great that he lowers
3: prescription drug costs. You don't know enough about those policies. So one of them in the Inflation Reduction Act is capping the cost of insulin for Medicare recipients at $35 out of pocket per month. And I think that's really good. I don't think seniors should be having themselves price gouged. Now Medicare will negotiate drug prices. I think that's really good because of Joe Biden and Democrats.
6: I think Joe Biden is an illegitimate president. I think the election was stolen, and I think he's going to be killed for his treason. How about that? Johnny, la gente esta muy loca. What the fuck?
0: Right. Well, so oh, much nice. for balance.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't think you can say shit like that, can you? Is that a, some sort of, is that a crime?
0: Well, I think it would be a crime, <clears throat> Joe. Check this: if he said, "I'm going to kill him,"
3: yeah, but just by saying it, are you not sort of inciting? Mm-hmm. I
1: don't know,
0: Joe. Uh, yeah. Joe, check something. Uh, a woman in a supermarket basically assaults someone over a service animal. Mm. And then police are called. And she explains to the police officer why it was justified when he asks, okay, what's the story? What's the
1: story? I asked the man why he had the dog in here.
4: It's a service dog. Where's this? Where's this proof? I don't have to show you. The law says I don't have to. I said, well, we'll go up to the desk. Then.
1: I don't have to show them either. I said, because he's not a f***ing service dog.
4: <laughs> so I turned around and I kicked him in the air.
5: As a matter of fact, you are going to jail.
4: Oh, that's even better. Yep.
5: So turn around, put your hands down your back. Give me a. Around. Turn around, put your hands
1: down your back. Can I turn my wallet away? That's
5: right, blue. How old are you?
1: I'm 80.
5: You're 80. Acting yeah. like a 14 year old and a weapon singer.
1: Yeah, my mouth. Girl, you're a Karen. A Karen. You're an obnoxious, intolerant pain. Oh, hey, well, excuse
5: me. You're a Karen. You're a and you appear to be
3: missing a brain. Fucking stupid, cuz you're a Karen.
0: <laughs> hey, you know when you're uh, singing karaoke and you have to follow the bouncing ball? Yeah. I'm going to have to ask you and our listeners to try and follow the bouncing ball here because it's a little complicated. Okay. There's a business owner in Amherst, Massachusetts, and he's mad that the business next to him keeps parking cars in front of his store. Okay. So he purposefully sets off his car alarm to make a scene. I don't know why. Yeah. Okay. That's just what he did. All right. So that causes the other business owner to phone the police to report the disturbance but when the police arrive they arrest the business owner who phoned the police because it turns out he has an outstanding warrant Mm. now you'd think that would make the first business owner who set off the car alarm happy but instead he's pissed that they're not doing anything about him allegedly being assaulted and threatened by the other business owner which apparently happened before they arrived Mm. So now he wants the police off his property because they're not doing their job.
2: Get off of my lot, you mother... Get off of my lot. You're trespassing. Get Get off of my lot. Get off of my lot. You're trespassing. Get off... I already showed you the video. I already showed you the whole video. My witness showed you. My witness spoke to you with his video. You're a liar. I'm a liar. You're, you have the no, flower no, shop no, owner no, saying he threatened to bust he her windows. Yes. He threatened to boast, bust all because her windows. A, Get off my property. Get off my property. He's a liar and I'm going to file a lawsuit against the town of Amherst because you're lying. You're not doing your job. Civil corruption and dereliction of duty. Civil corruption and dereliction Because you're refusing to hold charges against him for punching me in the face. Get off of my property. We're done. Get off my property. We're done. Oh, we're not done. I'll be suing you personally. Nice goodbye. Nice yes, yes. Goodbye. I'll be suing you personally. You didn't do your job. Civil corruption and dereliction of duty. I don't care that you arrested him for his warrant. I don't care. He's been arrested for his warrant. Civil corruption and to de- get off of my property. Get off, get off, get off. Everybody goodbye. I'll be calling my cousin the federal judge. I'll call the Department of Justice, justice justice.gov, and I'll, okay, okay, I'll file charges against you through justice.gov. Civil corruption and dereliction of duty. Get off my property, you're
6: trespassing.
2: You're trespassing! Civil corruption, yes I did! Civil corruption and dereliction of duty, you piece of... Get off my property.
1: Ah, freak out. Listen, says she. Freak out. Ah, freak out. Listen, says she. Freak out.
0: I wish I knew what his business was. Yeah. All right, it is time for our Dumbass of the Week.
3: Your Dumbass of the Week is brought to you by the Twin Otter Neighborhood Pub, where Andrew and I go for great food, cold drinks, and live entertainment. Don't be a dumbass. Check them out today, in essence, at Windermere South, and tell them you heard about it on Gross Misconduct.
0: Uh, Dave over at Twin Otter thinks it would be a great idea Mm -hmm. if we did a meet and greet at Twin Otter.
3: Mm. Yeah.
0: Um, I'm not opposed to the idea. Mm -hmm. It's just that, you know... I'd be afraid nobody would show up.
3: Hmm. Mm. Well, I mean, if not, then we just have some fried pickles and move along.
0: Yeah. I wonder if they've still got their lobster sandwich. My God, that was good. (sighs) Yeah, I don't know. It might
3: only be a summer
0: thing, but maybe. Joe, check that. <laughs> uh, okay, a guy is driving on the highway in Thunder Bay, Ontario, or as local residents like to refer to it as Thunder Bay. Thunder Bay. And uh, when he comes across a cyclist driving in the middle of the highway, so mm. he honks his horn at him to get him off the road. The cyclist then calls the police to report the motorist for honking. <laughs> That's fuck. right. You heard me. Oh, fuck.
3: I would be, I would get the cops called on me so often. <laughs> oh yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I love my horn.
0: I'm surprised no hotel clerk has called the cops on me, to be honest with you. Uh, the police officer goes to the motorist's work to get his side of the story, but it's how this guy handles the cop that makes him our dumbass of the week. What's up?
6: We just got a complaint about this vehicle. What's your side of the story? You went not told me.
0: What, what do you mean what side or
6: what story? Well someone called it in that you almost collided with them and honked their horn. Honked your horn. So at them. honking at somebody that's in the middle of the road is okay. a crime? I'm scared to get your side of the story, that's all. Is that Was the guy in the middle of the road? Of course he was. I got a dash cam. Okay, okay. What was he doing in the middle of the road? Like just driving in the middle of the road? He was bicycling in the middle of the road okay. on a highway. Okay. people are doing 80 kilometers and yeah. it's okay for him to drive on the road like that he so he calls the right? police on me because he's doing something wrong right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. how does I that went, work how does that US, work yeah. sir i wasn't right, the right, officer that right, dealt right. with the call so how does that work boys, you come sir. here and harass me because somebody is driving illegally on the road okay. and i honked at him to be safe okay, so he knew see. i was coming okay you're not on trial I'm literally here to get your side okay. of the story. No, you're when here someone... to do something. You're here to do something, man. Why? How am I? To... Because to talk here? Because you're here. Because you're here. Okay. So obviously you're here for some bad intentions. Okay. Why are you yeah. here then? To talk to you because you were so honking with somebody because they're in the middle okay. of the road is sir. a crime, sir. I didn't know that. I wasn't. Well, I'm here office. working, and I get the police called on me for something. Yeah. So. But really, really, from what you're telling me, you're not in the wrong. So I don't know why you're yelling at me. Because you're here harassing me at work. Okay, (laughs) have a nice day, sir.
0: You're a dumbass. You're a dumbass. You're grade A, number one, bona fide, first class. You're You're a dumbass. You're a dumbass. And you'll be one all your dumbass life. Meet meat 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 Meat
2: Meat 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 Meet Meat 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 Meet
6: Meat 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 on the Mind? Then think beyond the supermarket and head to Meathead, your new favorite butcher shop. How about tonight you up your dinner game with AAA beef, aged a minimum of 28 days? Meathead Butcher Shop, 7664-156th Street Northwest.
3: You've heard of Trash Can Nachos. Well, now Burger King presents Trash Can French Fries. Golden brown, slightly soggy, but mixed with new fries. Mmm, even better when you're driving and not really paying attention. Have it your way
4: at a trash can today. Trash
5: Can Fries
4: from Burger King.
6: This is Jeff Pilson from Forner, and you are listening to Gross Misconduct. You never take advice.
2: Someday you'll pay the price, I know. I've seen it before, it happens all the time. The door, you leave the world behind.
0: I want to apologize for the quality of some of the audio in our clips in mm. this particular episode. But okay. it, it has something to do with the shitty Wi-Fi on ships mm. that when I downloaded it, It gets somewhat corrupted. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's just one of the things that goes along with being on a ship. Okay. Uh, I do want to mention, though, although most people, by the time they're listening to this episode, the festival will probably be over, uh, but as we tape it, the festival starts tomorrow night, and tickets are on sale and have been since September 1st. You can see all of our shows on our new website, yegcomedy.com, that my daughter, Ashley Mm designed you can head to edmonton fringe theater box office that's the arts barns Mm -hmm.
4: Mm -hmm. and pick
0: them up if you want a hard copy or if you're interested in the thursday or friday dinner and show packages at spotlight cabaret you can drop by there as well
3: those are very popular
0: they are Mm -hmm. so wednesday and saturday are already sold out the leading edges are all sold out uh actually most of our shows are sold out we do have room left in the best of the fest which is weird because that's typically the one that sells so, out first yeah so i don't know what's going on well you that. said
3: there was a hockey game or
0: something yeah there's something going on Yeah, so night, far
3: though. we've lost both our exhibition games
0: is that a fact to the jets yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Well, whatever yeah exhibition I I is know. A fact. exactly um okay it is time to check in with the politicians uh and again It looks like Trump will be the GOP candidate, as I mentioned a moment ago, for president, and we've made fun of his followers. So I guess we should try again to offer balance by checking in with him and see what he's been saying to offer that balance, as we like to do here on Gross Misconduct.
5: One of the most important issues in this campaign will be who can rescue our country from the burning records of Donald J. Trump, the most incompetent president we've ever had. (laughs) Under my leadership, we had failure, more than the experts predicted, and in some cases, even lower than that, which is a disgrace. (laughs) But the people are getting wise to it now. Let's look at the facts. We are running on fumes. Thank you very much.
0: (laughs) Boom. (laughs) Uh. Mm -hmm. You know, whenever uh, Donald Trump speaks, he speaks as though he's playing the role of a 1940s politician at a big rally. You ever notice it? It's Mm. sort of like, I want to say. It's like, what? Just fucking say it, you dick. What do you? Well, that's not balanced. All right, time for the doctor's office.
3: The doctor's office is brought to you by our friends at Arena Auto Service. Arena Auto Service is an independent, family-owned auto repair shop that's been serving Edmonton and Area for 40 years. When it's time for your car's next checkup, or you just need a problem diagnosed and repaired, call 780-453-1805 or visit their auto repair shop located at 11615 163rd Street. Tell them you heard about it on Gross Misconduct.
0: All right. Well, while I was on the ship, uh, word had it on the deck mm. that there's a uh, a new updated COVID-19 vaccine. Yeah. Booster. Booster. It's a booster. I gosh, I don't know. So let me just set up this doctor clip for you. Health Canada <laughs> has approved Moderna's updated COVID-19 vaccine. Should we get it?
4: Well, it's again that time, and Health Canada has approved Moderna's updated COVID-19 vaccine. The question now is, should we get it? As I've always said in the past, everyone should make their own decision about getting the vaccine for COVID and any other vaccine. Of course, there's a new variant out, and this vaccine apparently deals with that. And as in the past, it's been noted that it does not fully protect people from COVID because you still can get COVID even with the vaccine. But it does significantly lessen the severity of it. Now, even though COVID is not the flu, it does typically affect the same portion of our population, like the elderly, the immunocompromised, and those with heart and lung diseases. And it spreads in the same way as the flu, both spread by droplet and typically happen in the fall and winter. So to me, if you've made the decision to get your flu shot yearly, it's probably a no-brainer to just go ahead and get your COVID shot yearly. I've looked into the medical sources, namely experts in epidemiology and infectious diseases, and they say that with studies, they've shown that the benefits from this vaccine far outweigh the risks. However, the other group of so-called specialists, I noticed on social media the other day, and that is the disinformation dozen who are out in full strength and they're saying that the jab is killing people and going to kill more. One even said that the latest vaccine is designed to kill people in the next few months. They said that about the first wave of vaccines and it didn't kill me. I suspect it's the same bout of lies. I'm always amazed at this group of people wants to accuse the medical community of purposely killing people. I find that very insulting. And if there's one type of person I despise, it's those who promote lies and make money off the ill fortune of others. They have absolutely nothing to back up their claims, yet, unfortunately, some people still believe them. And because people who would benefit from the vaccine won't get it because of these lies, people are going to needlessly die. And they're not going to die because they got the vaccine. They could potentially die because they didn't. And this group of the disinformation dozen will make millions of dollars. I read one report that purported these people made $35 million last year spreading these lies. I really, truly despise these evil people. Now, again, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you should run out and get the vaccination. What I'm saying is that you should... Do the proper investigating and look at the facts and not the lies. Do your due diligence and find out as much as you can about the vaccine. And then once you've done all that, make a decision. I don't believe there's any right or wrong decision. There's just your individual decision. But it's important that you make an informed decision. So, Carl, are we getting the vaccine?
3: Mm, I will. I will. I mean, my you, as far as you know, um, you have not had COVID. Correct. Unless you were asymptomatic or whatever. But you probably didn't because back then you were getting tested all the time on ships. That's right. Um, I had a horrible... My bout with COVID was horrible. Like, the first two, three days, it was just like... Like, I wanted to die. Like, it was just horrible. And I can't imagine, like, if I didn't have the vaccine, how much worse that would have been. Like... It was horrible. So, yes, I will be getting the vaccine.
0: Yeah, you're right. I was getting tested two, three times a week mm-hmm. for quite a while. I got tested again this past week on uh, whatever ship I was on because there was an outbreak mm-hmm. uh, among passengers. Mm-hmm. And so they were testing all the entertainment team, and I was negative mm-hmm. again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, to, like the doctor said, to me, it's a no brainer. Yeah. You know, it, it is discouraging when. Really smart people, smarter than us, are diligently working day and night to come up with protection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just so we can go. Nah. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want that protection. <laughs> uh, hey, on the ship, I had to tell you this, and and I said I'll tell you during the podcast. Mm-hmm. So, I wanted to get a back wax mm-hmm. uh, primarily because we're going on a cruise together after the festival. You're coming out east with me. Mm-hmm. I think we're doing New York and Boston, mm-hmm. and, very exciting. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I I know how... Probably sh- won't be doing a lot of pool time. That is true because, you know, it is fall weather in the East Coast. But nevertheless, mm-hmm. I, I know how embarrassed you are of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that Bigfoot? No, it's my husband. Uh, so I thought I'd go get a back wax. Mm-hmm. And, and in the spa on the ship, it's half off on port days mm-hmm. because everybody gets off the ship. They're not busy. So I wandered down to the spa on deck nine. And I was like, yeah, listen, uh, could I sign up for a, a back wax? And the lady working there said, a, a what? And I said, a, a back wax? And she was like, like a, a waxing of your back? <laughs> and I went, yeah. And she goes, ooh. ooh. She goes, I don't, I don't know if we do that.
3: Did um, they do other waxing yes. services? Oh, okay.
0: Yes. Okay. And so she was like, I'm going to make a call okay so she phones somebody and she talks in sort of a hushed voice like she turns away from me and talks in a hushed voice and you know and i can hear her saying things like yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> you know what? what the fuck so then she turns around and she goes uh look we don't even have that in our system but i'm gonna go ahead and phone the waxer mm-hmm. and which is weird because that was my nickname in high mm-hmm. school and she goes i'm gonna phone the waxer so if if you just want to wait a second, I'm like, yeah, there's no problem. So she makes another call. And I, I hear the same sort of, you know, yeah, I know. <laughs> she turns back and she goes, Well, here's the thing. She's willing to do it, but we don't have enough wax. But I'm like, What? <laughs> what do you mean you don't have enough wax? She goes, I mean, it's a port day. Like, we could get off the ship and try and find wax. And I'm like, But you do waxing. And she goes, Yeah just not that big of an area. I'm like, well, what if a fuck? whole bunch
3: of women came in and wanted their legs waxed?
0: I I don't know. I, I don't know. She, and she was like, hmm. we're going to send somebody off the ship to try and find wax. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and she goes, so go back to your room. And if we're able to find the wax, we'll phone you. And if we're not, we won't. And I'm like, well, that means I could be in my room for days. <laughs> you know, like, could you phone me either way? And she was like, yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. We'll phone you either. Well, they never phone, so... Mm-hmm. I guess they didn't I get guess they didn't find enough wax. Oh, jeez, eh? It's like, what the hell? You know, I've lost a bit of weight, I think, while doing cruise ships because I don't particularly like the food. Mm-hmm. But to have someone say, I don't think we have enough wax makes you feel like, well, what am I, 400 pounds here? Like, what do you mean you don't have enough wax? But yeah, how weird is that? And then I told the cruise director that And she was like, that can't be. And I'm like, no, that's what happened. Like, they told me they didn't have enough wax. And she was like, well, I'm going to phone her. Because there's no open or close on a ship. Like, Mm -hmm. everybody's still on the ship, Mm -hmm. right? And she has her extension. So Mm -hmm. she phones the waxer, talks to her for a couple of minutes, and says, well, this is crazy. But yeah, apparently they don't have enough wax. She goes, but all the entertainment team has wax. Like, we wax each other. Mm. I'm like, okay. And she goes, I mean, if you're interested... We could wax you, and I'm like, I'm, no, no, I'm you. not no, interested no. in that. I'm, I'm good, thanks. I'm out. Uh, okay, so now I don't know if you listened to the last episode. Mm-hmm. Did you listen to the last episode? Mm-hmm. Okay, and did you hear Maddie talk about Old McDonald's? Mm-hmm. It was not set up. I, she didn't know. I was even going to ask her that question, and her answer just truly moved me. Yeah. Um, you know, she talked about just. what it
3: meant to her what it meant so much to Mm -hmm. her
0: and that it was a big component of her childhood Mm -hmm. and i I honestly was moved by her answer and uh i told kevin like i know kevin listens to the episodes anyways but sometimes it takes weeks he's very busy and so i gave him the time count like just go to this point in the episode and listen to mandy's answer and he did Mm -hmm. and uh i said to him don't tell me what you think i go that's your assignment for this week what were your thoughts after listening to Maddie describe Old McDonald? What
1: does Kevin think?
5: What were my thoughts after listening to Maddie describe Old McDonalds? Well, yeah, Maddie described Old McDonalds to a T for a, an awful lot of kids and well now adults, and lots of them are now bringing their kids here. We're working on the third generation. My mom was the genius behind old McDonald's. My mom and dad busted their asses for a lot of years. To build it up to what it is now, my mom still works as much as she can. I try to make her slow down a little bit, but that was her baby right from the get-go. Her mom wanted her to start up a dude ranch, but she decided on a campground. But she knew that if the kids were happy... They would come back and, uh, she was the, uh, driving force behind old McDonald's 40 years ago. We all worked and helped and whatnot, but, uh, mom was the genius. When I came in 18 years ago, my, and bought my dad's half, I saw how things could change and how we could improve some things, how we could, changed some things i needed to make money to make the payments on the loan so we had to bump it up a notch and with some new fresh blood in the campground some of the seasonals helped me do a lot of stuff fireworks dance parties uh, halloween parades just all kinds of stuff it's changed over the years but it's still the same motto make sure the kids are happy And that's
4: what Kevin
5: thinks.
6: Dad, where's mom? Dad, I just put diesel in my car on accident. It was an accident. What do I do? Dad, please answer when I call you. Dad, how much is too much for new tires? Dad, can you come over and fix my grill, please? Dad, what does it mean if my dashboard has a car with an exclamation point on it? Dad, are you listening? Dad, why do I have to pay more money in taxes than when they already took money out of my paycheck? Dad, can you come over and hang my TV, please? Dad, call me back. Dad, it's not funny. Why are you laughing? Dad, Dad, answer your phone. Dad, how do I know when there's enough air in my tires? Dad, what red wine goes best with steak. Dad, can you come meet me at the tire place? you are trying to take advantage of me and I'm not okay with this.
5: Hi, I'm Ken Franchek, General Manager of Crystal Glass. In a world where service is uncertain, Crystal Glass experts use their unrivaled expertise and in inventory
0: to be the one clear choice. For all your glass needs, call 310-GLASS or visit crystalglass.ca. Yo, Andrew, it's Tommy Lee, what's up? This is Eddie Ojeda from Twisted Sister. Hey
2: everyone, this is Aaron Comas, drummer for the Spin Doctors. Alice Cooper here.
4: Hey, this is Anel Panetta, lead singer for Journey. This is Chris Slade from ACDC. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yes! It's me, Dee Snider from Twisted Sister. Yeah, you know me. This is Elijah Wood, touring drummer
5: for Shania Twain.
2: This is
3: Jeff Pilson
2: from Foreigner.
3: Hey everybody, this is
2: Joel Hoekstra from Whitesnake. This
5: is Place of Noon. Herman from Herman's Hermits.
2: This is Richie Castellano from Blue Oyster Cult. This is Slim Jim Phantom, the drummer from the Stray Cats. And And you're listening to Rose Rose Misconduct.
1: Yeah.
3: What Does Kevin Think is brought to you by Old McDonald's Resort, family camping on the south shore of Buffalo Lake. Individual and group sites, grandma's kitchen, train rides, bike rentals, ice cream and coffee shops, playgrounds, a beautiful beach, fireworks at night, including the best July 1st fireworks show in Western Canada, and so much more. Check them out at oldmcdonalds.com. Make your 2024 summer reservation today and tell them you heard about it on Gross Misconduct.
0: So Maddie mentioned when talking about Old McDonald's how her cousin autumn mm-hmm. would come as well mm-hmm. and i was surprised to learn that autumn is now a school teacher
3: did you not know that i did not she's been a teacher for years
0: is that a fact <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i i don't want to make any judgment here mm. uh but i was surprised oh, okay. that she's a school teacher yeah. yep. shaping the young minds of the next generation mm-hmm. uh, she reached out to me autumn did the school teacher mm-hmm. and asked if I would give a talk at her school in Morinville next week. She says her students have expressed great interest in podcasting, radio, and stand-up comedy. So here's the deal: I agreed to do it, but I'm not sure if I have any advice for them, other than don't tell your boss to go fuck himself, mm. which I found did not work well for me. Yeah, although you know, my life changed for the better after mm-hmm. that, for sure. I'm very nervous about this. Very few audiences, well, I actually, in fact, no audience intimidates me until now. I mean, these are, what, 13-year-olds? Like, I don't, how do you hold the attention? And it's two hours. That's, yeah, she sent me an email saying, well, this is what, and, oh, I feel so old. She sent me this email saying, so here's the deal. Mm -hmm. You know, it starts at this time. The class is two hours Mm -hmm. in the theater. Mm -hmm. Uh, But don't worry. Like we have a smart board and a whiteboard and something other board. I don't know what board. She's got all kinds of boards and she's like, you're free to use them. Like
3: I don't even fucking know what they are. (laughs) Do you have a chalkboard? Yeah. (laughs)
0: How about a chalkboard? (laughs) Yeah. Do you have crayons? I mean, how would you suggest I handle that? Well, I already told you just what tell a few stories
3: i you know just go in uh state who you are what you've done what your history is in all of the um different areas uh-huh. of their interest okay and i said i'm sure they'll just have questions
0: but you know here's the here's the challenge for me i i think that if you were to get somebody like say an eileen bell for mm-hmm. example mm-hmm. a radio professional mhm a great person, a, a fabulous broadcaster, mm-hmm. and you were to get her in to say how you go about getting into broadcasting, mm-hmm. she would tell you, you know, you go to school, you take broadcasting, mm-hmm. you get internship at a radio station. You mm-hmm. There's logical steps to yeah. that, right? Well, that's not how I got into right. broadcasting. Well, I'll take Eileen with you. Eileen, would you come to the school with me? <laughs> <laughs> because October 4th, Mornville,
3: afternoon. Or or should it be, you know, should I just tell the truth? Like Well, tell the truth obviously, like well, explain yeah. how you fell into this or that or whatever.
0: Um Well, yeah. you know what? Let's just review for a second. Stand-up comedy came first. You know why I got into stand-up comedy? Yeah. Yeah, cuz I got fired from another job. Mm-hmm. And and I needed money, so I started working stand-up comedy doing bars and stuff. You know how I got into radio? I was being interviewed by Leslie Primo, and some vice president of chorus happened to hear the interview and said, whoever's talking right now, hire them. I didn't go to broadcasting school. I didn't even know how to work the board. And how did I get into podcasting? COVID hit. Mm you know, And it was like, well, we need another source of revenue. So in none of these cases did I follow any kind of traditional route.
3: Well, no. I mean, you can tell them that. And then on the flip side, tell them how
0: to do it the traditional way. I I think doing it the traditional way is a mistake. I guess that's where I'm coming from. But I don't want to mislead a bunch of 13-year-olds. Because I've met so many broadcast students and graduates who are still just reading the news at three o'clock in the morning and I was co-hosting the drive yeah
3: well you know yeah. because
0: they slot those students into those roles and mm-hmm. say, oh you can talk into a microphone great I here's mean, the news
3: as far as that is concerned, I think that's just basically opportunity right like yeah. if you do go to school, um, your job is going to come where opportunities, are So you maybe have to follow the opportunities, like move out of province or move here or like whatever. Right. But yeah, I, I mean, they're inquisitive. These are all things that they're interested in. So I'm I'm sure that you won't lack for questions or discussion or anything like that. Well, I hope that's true. Yeah.
0: Um, I would love it if you would come with me. I don't think so. Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I mean,
3: yeah. no, I, I, no yeah,
0: I, got, I got nothing to add. Do you know... Um, what you just explained to me reminds me of an interview that Barbara Walters did with Johnny Carson and I've quoted it many times but I think it's really important. She said to him you've enjoyed so much success in your career to what do you attribute that and he answered success only comes when opportunity meets preparation. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a brilliant answer to that All question. All right,
3: well, tell them tell the children. <laughs>
0: yeah i don't think 13 year olds are children that's the problem they're like angry little adults
3: well whatever.
0: i could just see me going hey kids thanks for having me in your class today and somebody going
3: you suck you know what i mean like <sighs> no i don't they're all uh of the theater world so mm. i'm sure they'll be well behaved and
0: well i don't know that to be true but no whatever. all right well maybe in the next episode i'll tell you how it turned out it is time now for this. This
5: is Jeopardy!
0: You know, I got to tell you, Carl, uh, mm-hmm. the number one thing that I miss as a result of not having a traditional job anymore, of being on these ships all the time. You know, the one thing I missed being able to volunteer, like I used to mm. do free shows all the time for good charities. I used to, you know, mm-hmm. park cars at the school. I used to, you know, I used to be able to volunteer all the time. It's very rewarding and I haven't been able to. And this date just happened to work out that I I'm actually leaving. I think for like fucking Portugal the next morning. Um, so I was kind of excited to be able to do it, but mm-hmm. now I'm kind of scared well carl your money is at 300 million dollars according to joe with a correct answer last episode in the category of academy award winners mm-hmm. and we need to find out uh, how much of that you will risk today but first we have to spin the how smart is carol wheel the how smart is
3: carol wheel is brought to you by the edmonton comedy festival this year's dates are september 27th to 30th with tickets available from yeg it's four days of funny you won't want to miss
0: Ooh, it's fallen on sports. Ooh. I know when, back in the day when we used to have game nights, you were never a big fan yeah. of sports when it came up in Trivial Pursuit. You nailed everything else. But you never know.
3: I mean, I uh, sometimes I'm good at the sport. Yeah, okay. I don't okay.
0: want to give you any advice on yeah, this. Yeah, no,
3: I got, I got my wager See. Okay.
0: okay, I saw the question and knew the answer instantly. And I think you might too. Okay. So I hope you wagered quite a bit. No, you can't yeah. change it. Okay. <laughs> All right, in the category of sports. <laughs> okay. In 2010, they introduced the four-point shot, 35 feet from the basket. Hey, by the way, do you remember uh, Viego Boncate? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Joe, yeah, the
3: guy that wipes out. I was just Skiing. about to say, Joe. I yeah. dare you
0: to try and find out who that is. But yeah,
3: what's his name? Bianco, Bianco, what? Yeah,
0: uh, Bianco Bogate. I think is his name. He's a Austrian, if I'm not mistaken. Joe, Joe you could check this. Check all this. Uh, when there used to be the wide world of sports, oh, love that show. There was the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. And as they said, agony of defeat. This skier wipes out on the jump. It's quite a way poked. It is. And I think (laughs) his name was Vianco Bogate. But Joe, check that. All right. All right. Uh, In 2010, they introduced the four-point shot, 35 feet from the basket. I
3: don't know what that is, but uh, who are the Harlem Globetrotters? What do you
0: mean you don't know what it is? A
3: four-point shot. Well, I've never seen a four-point shot. Oh, you just get four points because you've done it from 35 feet? Joe?
0: No. Oh. Joe, don't check that. I will check it right now.
3: I don't know. Yeah.
0: There is no four-point shot. I know there's not. Obviously, the sport is basketball, right? Yes. Okay. And so there's a three-point shot, right? Yes. Okay. So obviously, it's not a serious... I know that. So it's got to be some entertaining basketball game. Which
3: is why I said the Harlem Globetrotters. But I'm saying I don't know what they did for this four-point shot. Like, I don't know. Like, obviously.
0: I'll tell you what they did. They got it in the basket from 35 feet out. And okay. called it a four-point shot. Well,
3: that's what I said. And who were they? The Harlem Globetrotters. I already said that.
0: That is correct. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> How much like did you wager? Pulling teeth over. Uh, just $10 million. Why? Why? I told you. Well, I told you to. Because, like.
3: yeah, I had already wagered, and you said I can't change my wager, so.
0: All right. You are now at $310 million. Mm. The Big Blue
3: Folder is brought to you by Crystal Glass. You deserve to see the world clearly. Don't let cracks, chips, or other imperfections ruin the view. Crystal Glass is the clear choice for all residential glass replacement and repair. Visit crystalglass.ca.
0: All right, from the Big Blue Folder. And by the way, do you know why it's called the Big Blue Folder? Because it's blue and it's folder size.
3: It's not really big. It's your eight and a half by 11.
0: Because originally when I was on radio...
3: hmm You had a folder that was blue.
0: I happened to grab a blue folder, and then I was told that all segments must have a name, so I said, okay, it's called the Big Blue Folder. Uh, Coke just released the latest limited edition flavor in its Creations series. Mm -hmm. This one is called Coca-Cola Y3000, and it's supposed to taste like the future. The recipe was created by artificial intelligence. They haven't revealed what's in it or described the taste yet, but they say the flavor profile is... 85 to 90% coke with 10 to 15% twist of something unexpected. Ew.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: oh, that's what she said. Sugar variety will be available for a limited time starting right now. a town in Portugal. Mm -hmm. where I just was, Mm -hmm. had a flash flood, but it wasn't because of rain or even water. The streets were flooded with red wine. The town of La is near the coast, about 150 miles north of Lisbon, and two holding tanks full of wine just broke open and spilled 600,000 gallons of red wine into the streets. Yikes. Yeah, the distillery says they're still looking into what happened, but took full responsibility and said they'll cover the cleanup. Luckily, no one was hurt. Well, how would you get hurt? but at least one person's basement flooded. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. The town intends to clean it up in under 15 minutes by flying in a bunch of middle-aged suburban mums. Someone in Houston gained access to an electronic construction sign, and this sounds very Mm Edmonton-ish, and changed the message displayed on it. Instead of relaying helpful information about the road work up ahead, it said, due to weather, go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the message stayed up for several hours before it got taken down. Uh, when interviewed, a city employee said the controls where you type the message in are locked inside a box attached to the sign, so whoever did it probably had access or knew how to break in. Yeah, duh. That What the fuck? Obviously, where else would the controls be? <laughs> they must have broken in. Yeah, of course they broke in, you dickhead. That's why it says go fuck yourself. All right, that's our whole episode. Who do we have to thank?
3: This episode of Gross Misconduct was sponsored by Crystal Glass, Leading Edge Physiotherapy, the Edmonton Comedy Festival, Arena Auto Service, Meathead Butcher Shop, the Twin Otter Neighborhood Pub, and Old McDonald's Resort. Happy was sung by Pharrell Williams. Dad, please answer when I call you was from Emily Gross's Instagram account. Meat Press sang You're a Dick. Gnarls Barkley sang Crazy. A local People, What the fuck? was sung by Sac Noël. Your Karen music was sung by Randy Rainbow. Sheik sang La Dumbass was sung by Dennis Stephen Wright. Purple Planet provided our intro music and Kevin and Michelle's music. We used the Mail Time clip from Blue's Clues. We used a clip from Team America World Police. And we used the theme and thinking music from Jeopardy.
0: If you want to support this podcast, go to paypal.me slash gross misconduct or e-transfer Andrew at andrewgross.com. Or sign up for a subscription at patreon.com slash gross underscore misconduct. Gross is spelled G-R-O-S-E. If you don't want to do any of those things, go online to yegcomedy.com and buy a ticket to one of our Saturday shows at the Arts Barns. We're almost sold out. And I really, this would be the first year in which we did not sell out all our shows unless Mm -hmm. they sell out the next few days. Mm So we're close. Uh, But we need a few people to get some cash out. (laughs) All right. We'll get the Rolling Stones to play us out. Okay, I don't know uh, it, whatever it is. It's not
2: right on a teleprompter. I don't know what that is. I've never seen that. Okay. Now I can't read it. There's no there's no words on it. There's no words there to play us out. What does that mean to play us out? I don't know what that means to play us out. What does that mean to end the show? I can't do it. Okay. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Right. Fucking thing
5: sucks. Mm-hmm.
6: Spending too much time away I can't stand another day Maybe you think I've seen the
1: This episode of Gross Misconduct was brought to you by the Edmonton Comedy Festival. It's four days of funny you won't want to miss, September 27th to 30th. Get your tickets today at yegcomedy.com or drop by any location of Leading Edge Physiotherapy to buy tickets for the Leading Edge and Leading Edge After Dark Gala. The Edmonton the Comedy Festival is presented songs? by mm. our friends I at Crystal
0: Glass. 'Cause I am seeing the world, but I'm mm-hmm. a baby. <laughs> 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 All right, that's it for us.
3: Bye. We want to begin this week's episode by thanking our newest monthly sub no nope. We want to begin this week's episode by thanking our newest monthly contributors, Rhonda and Curtis, and our newest subscriber, Brian. You too can become a subscriber and making a season 6 happen by and going and
0: making and make a season 6 happen and not and making. <laughs> okay. Huh.
3: We want to begin this week's episode by thanking our newest monthly contributors, Rhonda and Curtis. Curtis.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? I don't know. Let's just get this done.
3: Stop! It's too much pressure. Okay. We want to That's get- what she said. Yeah.
0: yeah, check that out. No, that's not the expression. What is it? Yeah. My god, have gotcha. we not done this podcast in a while?
3: <laughs> it's been been a minute.
0: It has been.
3: In Canada, there is a limit of <clears throat> Excuse me. The hmm. Toronto mayor is opposing no, he's not opposing.
0: Uh, drop by any location of Leading Edge Physiotherapy to be told that they're sold out. <laughs> <laughs> or you can head to uh, the uh, Fringe. Who's who's ringing? Is that your phone? Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, did you need to answer that?
3: No, it's a toll-free number, so I'm sure it's just some
0: whatever. Why is it not on silent? I'm
3: sorry, I forgot. <laughs> sorry.
0: Mm. My bad. The oh, uh, no, no, that's right. Uh, okay, uh, Carl, your money is at $300 million, according to Joe, with an incorrect answer.
3: No, it was correct. It was Catherine Hepburn. Correct answer. I got to pee so bad.
0: Uh, the town of Lavera is near the coast, About, I just said that.